if you remember last friday we were looking at we studied about about uh, the anointing without hearing the voice of god or without having a relationship with god or depending on others opinions more than hearing god for ourselves personally and we saw how ruth uh took a decision uh, sorry how naomi took a decision to go to moab leaving bethlehem based on the gossip and the opinion that was going on in bethlehem that god has visited moab and given them bread and that's why uh naomi and her whole family took a decision to shift to uh moab and there they suffered loss and death in that place uh because naomi heard people she heard people uh she heard god from other people but she did not heard god personally for herself and then we looked at saul how i told you that the reason why saul fell and david prospered because the main reason the primary or the root cause of of that was saul never had a personal relationship with god saul never heard god personally it was the prophet samuel who uh, uh, you know who would bring the word of god to saul but he never took efforts to go close to god and hear god or anything like that and we saw how we saw how saul ended he ended in occultism he ended in witchcraft at the end of his life because he was not able to hear god through any of the mediums and prophet samuel had died he decided that he will consult a woman who had a familiar spirit and so he got into occultism he went to a woman who would invite familiar spirits in her body and there saul fell in witchcraft in the sin of witchcraft okay and at the end uh, the uh, i told you how to hear god hearing if you want to hear god if you want to have close communion with god we have to learn or you have to learn to enter his rest that is what i was telling at the end part of the sermon and uh, even I, as i was praying for today's meeting the lord told me to speak on entering god's rest okay everyone say entering god's rest okay that is where that is where yes that is where we encounter god when we enter his rest where where, where we enter his his rest what is god's rest god's rest in other words it is the presence of god where one can abide uh, uh god's rest is the secret place where the presence of god is there and abiding in that place or abiding in his presence is entering and staying in god's rest and uh, it is referred most of the time in the bible as the resting place that god gives the rest that god's give uh, that god gives to his people and uh, even as uh, when god spoke about his presence to moses he said my my presence will go with you and i will give you rest that that is what my presence will do with you it will it will it will give you it will take you to a state of rest what is the, that rest rest is not laziness rest is not uh, sleeping on your bed all all day all night and just resting that is not rest rest is something else 
okay resting in god is something else so we will go in god's rest uh, in uh, in knowing that after a point of time when we cover some of the things in the bible in the book of hebrews chapter 3 <clears throat> so most of the scriptures that we are going to take is from the book of hebrews chapter 3 and let us start from hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7 therefore as the holy spirit says today if you will hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me tried me now i want you to underline few words important words like verse 8 says do not harden underline harden your hearts as in the rebellion underline rebellion okay those are important words that we are going to look upon do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness verse 9 where your fathers tested me tried me and saw my works 40 years therefore i was angry with that generation and said that always uh, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways underline astray in their heart that line and they have not known my ways so i swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest okay verse 12 beware brethren lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief underline that an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living god but exhort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin underline deceitfulness of sin verse 14 for we have become partakers of christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end while it is said today if you will hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion this word is used multiple time in chapter 3 and 4 do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion underline rebellion again those words are repeated again and again okay verse 17 for sorry verse 16 for who having heard rebelled indeed was it not all who came out of egypt led by moses not with whom was he angry 40 years was it not with those who sinned whose corpses fell in the wilderness and to whom did he did he swear that they would not enter his rest but to those who did not obey so we that they so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief underline unbelief okay are we together <coughs> so so tonight i believe the holy spirit will help us to unveil the scriptures and what these scriptures mean you will see some words repeated again and again the the first word is unbelief okay the second one is the second one is what the first one is unbelief the second one is rebellion and the third one is sin okay unbelief the second one is rebellion and the third one is sin 
Now all these words or all these things, unbelief, rebellion, and sin are are connected, are interconnected together. Okay, sin is not produced just like that. Sin starts with something called as unbelief. Okay, and where does this unbelief originates? What is the origination place of this unbelief? The origination place. of this unbelief is in the heart of a man okay sin starts the the origination of sin is not sin sin is the end product okay now this sin that hebrews chapter 3 is talking about now this sin is a type of sin okay i will come to that is a type of sin where the person does not accepts or realizes that it is sin that is the type of sin that it is talking about okay what did i say this sin that hebrews chapter 3 say is talking about it's a type of sin where a person who is into that sin does not realizes or does not accepts that it is a sin so the si- the sin the unbelief then to rebellion and then that the the sin that is originated through that is a sin uh which is not pricking the conscious of that person it's not any sin for for that person it's not a sin for that person like uh, you will say oh b- uh, br- brother why why you are smoking cigarette you know you are a christian for so long and he will say uh, what we can smoke cigarettes there is nothing wrong in that are you understanding so a sin that is not a sin to him it's natural to it has become a natural a uh, habitat for him it has become a habit that is the sin hebrews chapter 3 is talking about i will come to that okay but that is what happened to saul consulting a familiar spirit was okay for him that is what that is what his life had become was transformed into uh, when he consulted a familiar spirit it he did not consider that consulting a familiar spirit as a sin he did not consult uh, he did not consider that he did not wait for the lord and he offered up sacrifices by himself himself without waiting for samuel without hearing from god it was not a sin for saul right hallelujah so people when they come to a place where sin becomes natural for them you know it does not even now pricks their conscience oh i am wrong sin becomes a habit sin becomes natural that is the sin hebrews chapter 3 is talking about but that did not came overnight it was a process that led to that kind of sin are we together okay so let us start from the root cause of sin what did i say the root cause of sin starts with this thing called as unbelief and unbelief does not does not originates in our actions or in our words unbelief origin originates in the heart of a person in the heart in the very heart of a person now uh, remember this when the bible talks about the heart you know love the lord with all your heart with all your mind when it talks about david a man a man who is after god's own heart when the bible talks about heart it is not the scientific heart that pumps blood and takes in blood not this heart the heart is that uh is that part or aspect of a man 
where the thoughts of a man originate which which you can do, which you don't know which anyone does not knows but he himself knows what is originating the heart signifies the innermost being where the where man thinks are we together okay that is the heart okay for example let me take you to a verse open up your bibles to proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 <coughs> <coughs> Proverbs <coughs> chapter 23 verse number 7 Let's go there For as he thinks in his heart so is he So that signifies the heart is a thinking machine The heart is a part of, 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 of man where man thinks so whenever the Bible speaks about heart, it is speak about it is speaking about a part of man's being where the thoughts of a man originate. As a man where thinks in his heart. It's not the scientific heart that you know pumps out blood and not that scientific heart where people get the heart attack. Not that heart. When Bible speaks about the heart, it speaks about that part of a human being where he where the thoughts are originated okay are we together so unbelief starts in that part of a human that is which is called a heart okay unbelief starts in the heart okay let me take you to some other verses which talks about the heart of a man Jeremiah chapter 17 let us read let us go to Jeremiah <coughs> chapter 17 verse 9 and 10 the heart is deceitful above all things you see how can a hum how can the scientific heart be deceitful it is just an organ of the body no it is talking about the part of the being of a person okay and it's what what jeremiah is saying the heart is deceitful above all things because it is the origination of sin the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it no one can know it you know the prof the prophets can prophesy in a in a realm about your life by catching the frequencies from the realm of the spirit but the heart of a man is hidden your heart is hidden from me your heart is hidden from other people only who can know it only you yourself know it no one else can know what goes on in a heart of a person my god we are, you you got to understand what is the heart of a person the biblical heart that is written in the bible when the bible mentions the heart it is a mystery the heart of a man is a mystery no one can understand it but who can understand it there is once there is someone who can know the heart of a man who verse 10 it says i the lord search the heart i test the mind hallelujah so the lord locates not what you say not what you are doing he locates what goes on in your heart are we understanding where no one can reach he can reach and locates 
what is in your heart you might be saying to god god i want to worship you i love you i want to give my life to you but something and and people say praise god this brother rahul is giving his life to jesus but something is inside the heart the heart is so mysterious and what is inside the so the lord will not you are listening to my words and praising me but what god will do is he will ignore the word he will bypass my words he will bypass my action and he will go inside my heart and look what is there in my heart oh my god hallelujah <coughs> i the lord search the heart i test the mind even to even to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his doings okay are we understanding we are looking at hebrews chapter 3 remember that okay and uh, i why i am going into that sin and uh, to trace the root of sin because we want to understand how to enter god's rest okay that's why we, i am building up slowly slowly so very carefully listen to what i am saying and stay with the holy spirit even as i am speaking okay let's go to another verse which speaks about the heart in matthew's chapter 15 let's go there matthew's <clears throat> chapter 15 and we will go to verse number 18 <coughs> and 19 let's read verse 18 Matthew 15:18 and 19 but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts murders adulteries fornications thefts false witness blasphemies these are the things which defile a man but to eat with unwashed hands does not defiles a man now jesus is answering some pharisees here who are saying ji oh jesus your disciples don't wash the hand properly or they don't even wash the hand and this and that and jesus is saying not what goes inside a man from outside defiles a man but what proceeds from inside from where does that proceeds from the heart of a man that defiles a man Now what proceeds from the heart Jesus is talking about when it proceeds and comes to full measure when it is cultivated by that man the thoughts of his heart when the man sows on the thoughts and cultivates it it defiles a man in other words it is the it is called as the sin whatever he mentioned there murders adulteries fornication thefts false witnesses blasphemies those are sins okay so sin i would define sin not I would define sin as a tree. I I would de define sin as a tree. But but the tree is not the original form. The the original form was a seed that was sown inside a ground. That was the original form of the tree before it became a tree. But it was it did not start as a tree. It started as a seed inside the soil. Hallelujah. Are you guys understanding, or should I? Okay, Hallelujah. So, what is that soil? The soil is man's heart, and the seed is unbelief. From where that sin originated, unbelief. Everyone say unbelief is the root. 
okay yes and that unbelief starts in the heart in the in the place not the i i those who have who are joining now i told the heart is not the scientific heart which we carry here in this part of the body or i don't know this, this part of the body the heart when bible speaks about the heart it talks about the aspect in the innermost being of man where he thinks okay that is the heart and from there the evil thing starts to grow up and the root is unbelief matthew chapter 5 this is the last verse on the heart matthew chapter 5 <coughs> verse 27 <coughs> and 28 matthew 5 are we on it verse 27 28 you have heard that it was said to those of old you shall not commit adultery what is that do not commit adultery that is the law of moses of the old testament so jesus is explaining something he is he he is going to um he is going to unveil the intention of his teaching ministry he is unveiling your the uh, the uh, the mystery and the revelation and the power of his teaching ministry do you know jesus was a teacher who preached who taught with authority he was a teacher whose whose words carried authority whose word were not surface revelation it he went to the depth of god's heart uh, so that kind of teacher he was and here he is speaking the law was given to you and the law says do not commit adultery that was given to you that was a surface revelation because your hearts were hard at that time we will come to the hardening of man's heart it is related to sin okay because your heart was hard god did not gave you the original revelation god gave you a surface revelation because god could not speak to you his heart because your heart is hard okay and that's why you hear in the old testament jesus is saying that do not commit adultery you shall not commit adultery this is what the law says but verse 28 listen to it carefully but verse 28 but i say to you that whoever looks at a woman looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his where heart so jesus did not came to to make you a good person from the outside to improve your habits he came came to teach you and to root out sin he came to address the issue of the heart from where the sin originates are we understanding hallelujah if for example if you have all these boils on your body on your body your your there are boils very terrible boils you don't want to show it to people how it looks so the law is like you wear a good garment on those boils and you show as if oh i am a good person but the boils are there but it is covered inside but the boils are not taken away but <clears throat> what jesus is teaching is you have to address the root cause of those boils which is somewhere inside the body and that can be uprooted only by some kind of a treatment or medication and jesus words is that medicine that can heal you from inside that can um that can uproot the root cause of sickness that can uproot the root cause of sin 
रूट कॉज ऑफ डिजीज द रूट कॉज ऑफ योर ऑफ द कर्स अपॉन योर लाइफ कैन बी अप्रूटेड हाल लोया आर वी अंडरस्टैंडिंग प्लीज फोकस ऑन वॉट आई एम से ओके डोंट बी डी फोकस्ड लिसन टू मी नाउ ही सेंग दैट यू यू हैव हर्ड यू शेल नॉट कमिट एडल्ट्री बट आई से टू यू दैट whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart and jesus is saying you don't even though you don't touch that woman sleep with that woman but when you look for look with lust for that woman and think bad things about that woman in your heart in your heart you have committed adultery okay so are we understanding the emergence of sin that defiles a person starts inside the heart of a man hallelujah now let's go to a scripture in the book of numbers chapter 13 talking about um the spies of israel going to uh, survey the land of uh, canaan so before god could give the land of canaan to israel God told Moses in Numbers chapter 13 verse 1 to go and spy the land of Canaan. Okay? Hallelujah. Pooja me tere ko ye bana raha. To go and spy the land of Canaan. <clears throat> and uh before see listen to me. And when they spied the land of Canaan, the promise that God wanted to give them. When they spied the land, they came back and brought a report that we cannot go into that land. we cannot capture that land but that was the promised land which god was before giving them god was first showing it to them and ask the people of israel to spy that land so listen to me before god does his will in your life he will show you his will to see whether you accept and believe it now we are coming to unbelief before god could give the promised land to israel he led the people of israel to send 12 spies from 12 tribes of israel and this word i talked about is spying the land of canaan <clears throat> okay and there they went and after 40 days they brought report also they brought some fruits and the wines of the land and the report they brought that the people of that land of canaan are giants we cannot fight with them we cannot defeat them Okay but Joshua and Caleb said no the Lord has given them in our hands why don't we step out in faith and capture that land but the major percentage of people of of the spies said no we cannot go because we will be defeated we don't want to go into that land and when you read ahead i don't have time in numbers chapter 14 they said Moses Moses why did you bring us here we want to go back we want to go back to Egypt that is unbelief listen to me now what how does unbelief starts this is how it starts in the heart before god can make you a millionaire he will not make you a millionaire before he would give you a promise about that and test you whether you believe it or not before they could enter the land of promise and capture it and settle in it they were just sent as spies to see the landscape in which they are going inside in which they are going to settle and by showing that to those guys to the spies and to israel god wanted to test them whether they would believe what i am going to give them or not 
Hallelujah. How do you get what God wants to give you? By believing in what he shows or what he speaks to you. Before God gives you a big ministry, before if he wants to give you a big ministry at the age of 35, he will speak to you about that big ministry at your at your 20 at the age of 20 and see how long can you believe you will go through many trials and tribulation 15 years nothing is happening but he will test your belief in him in his promise whether you believe in what I have told you people of God whether you believe in what God has spoken to you about your life whether you believe what God has spoken to your to you about your family whether you believe what God has spoken to you about your finances he will test your belief for 40 years in the wilderness he was patient with the people of Israel because he wanted to give them time to get rid to get rid of unbelief because whatever God will show them whatever God would speak to them they would not believe unbelief unbelief the simple definition of unbelief is rejecting God's word in your heart, rejecting God's plan, rejecting God's voice, not only the Rema voice, but also the written voice of God in the Bible, rejecting it. Hallelujah. God tells you, you are my servant, walk on the ways I show you and I will use you for the nations, but you walk for two years and then you say oh god i don't think this will work i want to i want to take a different route that i think it would benefit me that is unbelief hallelujah god says in his words in in his word philippians chapter 4 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer you read that word but even after that re reading that words you are still anxious. Oh, I don't know God what will happen. I don't know what will happen with my money. I don't know what will happen tomorrow. I don't know how I will survive the next week. I don't know. Even after hearing the word, you reject the word. That is what Hebrews chapter 3 was. We were reading. When you hear him, do not reject his word in rebellion. We will come to that. Rebellion is the second part is the second step which comes after unbelief hallelujah people of God are you hearing tonight okay hallelujah amen <clears throat> so before listen to me now before God does his will in your life he will show you or speak to you his will to see whether you believe it hallelujah before he does his word in your life he will speak and show you his word to see whether you believe it. Okay? But I came to Numbers chapter 13 because those people of Israel, this was not the first time God showed them or God spoke to them. God was speaking to them from 40 years. God was speaking to them before the 40 years they started in the wilderness in Egypt. What did God say? I will bring you out of Egypt and take you to a land which flows with milk and honey. That was the promise. A simple promise which took 40 years for them to believe. But at the end of the 40 years, they still did not believe. And they all ended up dying in the wilderness. Because what? 
they did not believe unbelief the root cause of sin unbelief the root cause of sin hallelujah do you believe what god says in his word do you believe what god has spoken to you can you stay with him long with the word that he gave to you hallelujah there are christians who have heard god it's not that they have not heard god god had spoken this word speaks to us they have the written word but they will not still not believe god hallelujah the word says he will make us prosperous he will give us a hope and a future but because things do not happen in our ways things do not happen very fast we accept the ways of satan we go to the world and accept the ways of the world because things don't go on as per our own ways it does not oh god i am waiting from 3 years you said 3 years ago it's still not happening so what we do is no this word that god gave me let me leave that and let me try my own ways unbelief okay hallelujah how many of you are understanding till now <coughs> before god can do anything in your in your life he will first give you a promise it will all start by god giving his promise to you and see whether you believe it or not i taught you about the life of abraham and i told you abraham heard the voice of god at a very young age i don't have time to go there but at the age of 75 he placed his belief in that word and started to act on the way that god told him to walk on and from there on abraham started to walk on the ways of god okay hebrews chapter 3 what i read it's very profound it's very deep it says that the the people it it is talking about the people of israel in the wilderness and it is saying that they saw my works but still did not believe and they did not know my ways okay hallelujah having the works of god i will come to that i don't want to unveil that revelation now i will unveil that at a later part of the sermon uh, of the sermon tonight hallelujah when you reject god's word it is okay now the second part of unbelief is rebellion when you reject the word of god in your heart when you reject god's word word it is rebellion but but when when you persist in your unbelief and don't repent in that state of unbelief and turn away from unbelief you become a rebellious person persisting in this unbelief for long causes what rebellion the second step after unbelief is what rebellion okay are we understanding then when you persist in this rebellion now you have persisted in unbelief god is speaking to you you are rejecting god has spoken to you you are rejecting and going on another way now is what what you are doing you are rebelling against god that is rebellion okay after that when you persist in rebellion it leads to sin and hardness of heart a hardness of heart where god cannot give you rest we are coming to that okay when you persist in that rebellion state what it leads to it leads to sin now comes sin what kind of sin it's not it's it's a type of sin it's a type of sin where you will not even realize it's a sin 
where you will not even be convicted it's a sin are we understanding you will ask a person oh brother you are going to the pubs you are going to the night clubs drinking alcohol dancing with women do you know that, that is not in the word of god it's a sin who told it is a sin it's all okay so that person is in a state of rebellion against god that person has gone too far from god if if a person speaks like that if a person speaks like that you know the state of a person of that person the, he is speaking like that because this heart has become very hard like the people of israel and god's word listen to me god's word or the voice of the holy spirit cannot penetrate that heart because it has become hard like a stone why it became hard because he persisted in unbelief and then he persisted in rebellion did not turn away from that state are we understanding okay and then he was led in a state where his heart became hard in rebellion okay now let me read hebrews chapter 3 you will understand it <coughs> let us read hebrews chapter 3 Hebrews chapter 3 Therefore as the Holy Spirit says today if you will hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion you see hardening of heart and rebellion are together why i told you why okay because persistent rebellion makes one's heart very hard okay now let's let's go to verse 9 where your fathers tested me tried me and saw my works 40 years Therefore I was angry with that generation and said they always go astray in their heart in their heart where they go astray not in their works not in their words in their heart that is the root cause and they have not known my ways so I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest we will come to the part of rest at a later stage beware brethren lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief that is the definition of evil and sin evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living god but exhort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin what what hardens the deceitful of deceitfulness of sin where did it came from from unbelief then to rebellion and then rebellion causes sin that is where sin comes and when sin comes the heart is hardened okay now i am not talking some sins that we do a christian if he gets angry with his wife listen to me he gets angry i get angry with my wife i don't have a wife but i am telling you a example i get angry very angry with my wife and tell her all nonsense and all negative things and after 15 minutes because i am not in that state of the heart being hardened the holy spirit speaks you did wrong you should not have spoken like that <clears throat> and then oh lord i am sorry and then i go and tell my wife i am sorry i was not under my control i am sorry i will not do that again that is a repented sin that is what that is what when unbelief came in his heart okay when sin started to originate in his heart he repented then and there that's why that unbelief 
did not turn to rebellion and that rebe rebellion did not turn to this deceitfulness of sin what kind of sin the sin that does not even pricks the conscious am i able to make you understand people okay hallelujah so <clears throat> what i want to say here is we cannot okay we cannot enter god's rest because of the evidence of unrepented sin in our lives sin unbelief or rebellion when it is unrepented when we don't repent of it when unbelief starts and it does not we don't repent of it okay god you know god told me do this and i am doing something else and for two days i did it and at the second day i realized oh lord lord told me this i am sorry lord and i come back okay and then that kind of unbelief does not transforms into sin and hardness of heart but when you persist in not repenting there is unbelief you don't repent it turns to rebellion there is rebellion you don't repent it turns to the deceitfulness of sin and hardness of heart even god cannot change you at that moment if you don't repent the remedy to come out of this process that leads to that kind of a sin is repentance anywhere between if you repent you will come out of that process anywhere you repent and you say lord i am wrong i reinstall myself in your ways what you have told me i will do what you want you will come out of that way where the devil is taking you through unbelief oh my god hallelujah <coughs> are we understanding okay persistent rebellion leads you to sin which will not prick your conscience and you will continue to do it when a person comes to a state where you tell him that oh brother don't do this and he no it's okay there are so many christian celebrities who come and who sleep with women without even being married to them and they come on the television and they say i am a christian and that's okay for me they are they are in a state where the devil is controlling them their hearts are been hardened never let your heart being hardened otherwise the voice of god the word of god cannot penetrate in your heart and you will be in a dangerous state like saul okay this is in continuation of what i spoke last friday and i am continuing that okay are we together now now <coughs> now what what is rebellion we first unbelief and then rebellion what is rebellion what is the biblical definition of rebellion that is found in first samuel chapter 15 let's go to first samuel chapter 15 and verse 23 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 23 for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the lord he also has rejected you from being king that is the definition of rebellion rebellion is what witchcraft yes now when you have not repented of unbelief and entered rebellion when you are in that phase 
you are under witchcraft you are under occultism yes because demonic spirits will start to lead you in your state of rebellion okay are we understanding what is rebellion it is i am not saying that the bible defines rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness what is stubbornness means you are being told by god do this but you are stubborn not to do it like the people of israel stiff necked god will speak to them again and again again and again but they would not listen that is stubbornness hardness of heart what is stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry idol worship we may say that i am a christian i may say i am a christian but if i am in that state of rebellion and stubbornness i am under the spell of witchcraft demonic spirits i am under the spell of idolatry worshiping idols even though i don't worship idol physically but in the realm of the spirit i have become a idolater okay hallelujah so that is so when a person persists in unbelief and does not repents and enters into a state of rebellion that state of rebellion will make his mind the atmosphere around him his life conducive for demonic witchcraft spirits to start controlling him the last state of that person if he does not repents you will see him going coming to the church and after coming to the church he even goes to the wizards and witches to seek for witchcraft and he says i am okay this is okay that is what happened to saul he was doing witchcraft he was he was going into occultism but yet he did not realize it was a sin why because his heart had become too hard he had entered that state of <coughs> the deceitfulness of sin where god could not penetrate his conscience that was led by the holy spirit was killed and destroyed and now witchcraft and occultism has become normal for saul many pastors and servants of god have are preaching on the pulpit the word of god are ministering to people healing and prophecies but in their own life they have promoted to the they have promoted themselves to the stage of hardness of heart and that's why many of the pastors would preach and also seek marine powers for ministry extension and bringing more people and it is not a sin for them yes it is not a sin for them some of the pastors you see with big congregations you know how that big congregation has come not god did not bring them they did not waited on the process of god they seeked marine powers people occultic people having marine powers and those marine powers were acquired by them and they started to prosper in numbers in money in finances in what not and if you ask them pastor you are consulting money marine powers they will tell you oh i am doing it for the extension of god's kingdom there is nothing wrong in that they have become like a leprous man even if you even if you take a knife and stab them their body will feel not will not feel the prick of that of that stab you know how a leprous man is hallelujah you know what is leprosy the part of the body which is leprous you do anything on that part it will not have any sensation that spirit has become leprous i don't want to go into the revelation of leprosy leprosy was a sin 
where you have to be excluded from the from the camp of god that was the sin that was the, the that was the disease of leprosy where you cannot enter the presence of god do you remember how many of you remember the story of the king uzziah huh come on bible students have you read the bible you have to read your bibles you see king uzziah was a prosperous king he was a famous king but what he did was he entered into the most holy place and he wanted also to become the priest and god struck him with leprosy and all his life he was excluded he was not allowed to come to the house of god and he died like in in leprosy that is leprosy if you persist in not repenting and turning away from your wicked wicked ways spiritual leprosy will strike you and you will not even hear god's word hallelujah okay <coughs> so let us now go back to hebrews chapter 3 let's go to hebrews chapter 3 <coughs> and i am reading from hebrews chapter 3 verse 18 okay verse 18 says and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest but to those who did not obey so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief god's plan yes we know that god's plan for israel was to enter the promised land of canaan which flows with milk and honey but the spiritual aspect of that very plan was to was to make them enter god's rest everyone say god's rest okay we are coming to god's rest now god's plan for you brothers and sisters is for you to enter his rest are we understanding is okay god's plan for you is for you to enter his rest you will only enter in rest when you live a life of constant repentance and aligning yourself with the word and with the plans of god and not letting in unbelief take over your heart if you let unbelief take over your heart it will turn to rebellion it will turn to the deceitfulness of of sin hardness of heart witchcraft occultism all sorts of things spirits will start to control you this is why the uh, to clear out someone's question many people have this doubts and have debates nowadays and they some of them say that christians cannot be demon possessed but christians can be demon possessed because israel there were demons in their mind which was not letting them believe god you come to a state where because you have not repented now the demons make your heart so hard make your mind so hard that you can't even believe god i pray in jesus name that none of you today will go in that state in jesus mighty name I pray that even if anyone is there in that state that the Lord is merciful to pull you out today if you do not turn away your heart in rebellion today he will pull you out of that mess in Jesus mighty name hallelujah okay so the last verse of Hebrews chapter 3 says so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief because unbelief 
was the root cause of all those things they went into let's go to hebrews chapter 4 therefore since a promise remains of entering his rest let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it what since a promise remains to enter his rest let us fear that any of you come short of it okay for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them okay i don't have time how the gospel was preached to them i can take you there in the old testament to show how the gospel was preached to them so the gospel was preached to them also i will not go into that revelation but but the word which they heard did not profit them not being mixed with faith in those who heard it for we who have believed do enter that rest as he said so i swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest although the works were finished from the foundation of the world jesus do, do you know when jesus died jesus died in eternity first jesus died in the plan of god when when adam sinned even before even before adam sinned jesus had died in the plan in the realms of the spirit but it did not manifest in the physical so god had already prepared a redemption plan for man before man can fell that is how loving god is okay you know i am telling you god cannot be bad god cannot be unjust this god i am talking about there are christians who say, oh god is bad oh god is unjust with me how you are wrong god cannot be bad he cannot be unloving he cannot be unjust he has prepared the sacrifice the lamb of redemption even before man fell because god knew the nature of man after after having this meeting what you will do after leaving this meeting god knows what goes in your heart god knows you better than you you know yourself or be, better than your mother or your father or your husband knows you he knows you so well hallelujah and by his word by the holy spirit by such meetings he will try to bring you back to him that is what that is why he waited on the people of israel 40 years if he wanted to destroy them he had he could have destroyed them in egypt itself before they could have left for the promised land is that in ezekiel the bible says god wanted to destroy the people of israel when they were in egypt before they would leave for the promised land in the book of ezekiel but he did not destroy them because he is a patient god there is no man who can acquire patience as of god he is very patient he is very patient with his people i don't have that patience no one has that patience the patience that jesus has for us are we understanding so his promise was to enter his rest that was his promise to enter god's rest but he swore in his wrath because they, they for 40 years they would not listen they would have unbelief so he promised that they shall not enter my rest now write it down when you rebel and disobey god he will not withdraw his blessings from you but he will take away his rest from you 
listen to me that is very powerful what i am saying okay what did i say when you rebel and disobey god he will not withdraw his blessings from you the blessings he will continue to give you money your job will be there your ministry will be there but what he will withdraw from you is rest everyone say rest yes when the for example when the people of israel rebelled against god in the wilderness god god still answered their prayers they asked for water he gave them water they asked for food he gave them food they asked for meat he gave them meat everything they asked god gave them so it was not the blessing god took away from them but it was the rest god took away from them you might be a millionaire but you will get sleepless nights because you don't have the rest of god yes you can have all the beautiful women you are sleeping with and you are enjoying sex with them but you cannot have rest if you don't obey god yes only god can give you the perfect rest hallelujah today you want to have many things you can have all the things you want that job that pays you a high salary that car that house everything you want you can have it god will bless you but if you don't obey and align with him the rest will be missing even though you have a car even though you have a house even you though you have a lot of money in your bank there is no lack but rest will be taken away you will not be able to enjoy the labor of your hands you will not be able to sit together with your family and pray peacefully you will not be able to speak to one another in your house in psalms in hymns in spiritual songs because there is no rest in your life because there is no rest in your house rest 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 hallelujah that is what happens hallelujah you asked god i want this big ministry i want this thousands of people to come to me i want to have a international ministry i want to travel in 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 private jets and this and that and you are living a life of sin you will have all of those things brother but you will not have rest in your ministry no rest you have a congregation everyone praises you thousands of them pastor 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 papa 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 you are the best prophet you are the best preacher even though everyone the world is appreciating you but inside no rest anxiety why because there is the evidence of sin in your life no rest hallelujah never judge a man to see whether god is with him to many christians oh brother that brother has got a very good job has so much of money yesterday he bought a mercedes oh god is with that person really never judge a person by what he acquires judge a person whether he is resting in god you see a person he does not has much with him but when when you meet him and that joy and that rest from him will will rub on you and 
and you will say oh, br brother why you are joyful so uh, you do have you have you got a bonus no no i don't have anything I, I have just jesus i am just following him i am satisfied in the presence of god the rest he he does not has much but he has rest hallelujah when you speak to people who rest in god after talking to them on the phone when you keep the phone you yourself will be joyful and will be at rest yes when people call me and i speak to them not even pray for them just talk with them and they say brother i feel so light after speaking to you yes because i have rest but on the other hand some some of your brothers and sisters call you after talking to them you were resting but after talking to them you are full of unrest because because they are distracted and they will distract you i was talking to ruth and i told her distracted people distract other people also yes hallelujah you yourself are not resting in god and you are you want to call someone and you want to counsel that person after you talk with that person you will give that person unrest yes your your anointing will rub on them you 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 as a iron will sharpen that iron also and that person who was peaceful enjoying god you filled his mind with all the doubts <laughs> you will call that person brother how are you oh i am praying for you did you see the news did you see what is happening between russia and ukraine oh i don't know what god will do i don't know how we will survive and you talk all those things doubts in your mind oh we have to pray we have to pray what you have to pray you cannot pray when you are not in rest you cannot pray with a fearful mind you cannot pray when you are gripped with the fear of situations you have to enter the rest hallelujah when people are afraid they use a holy word called prayer oh i am I, this is happening oh we have to pray brother you know you will you will disturb that person also in terms let us pray let us pray oh lord let not death come upon us oh lord and you are unrestful and you are praying in the flesh and making that person also afraid oh this can happen that can happen oh i don't know why people are not coming uh, to, to to nowadays and people are not praying oh we don't know what to do you are at unrest you have to enter his rest you have to enter his rest are we understanding people of god something tonight okay hallelujah <sighs> we cannot okay what did i say when when you rebel and disobey god he will not withdraw his blessings you will as well have all the money everything you want but he will withdraw his rest you will see your life very not at all in rest point number 2 is we cannot enter god's rest because of the evidence of unrepented sin in our lives that is what i said that is a powerful statement write it down we cannot enter god's rest because of the evidence of what unrepented sin unrepented unbelief unrepented rebellion in our lives if we have that we can never enter god's rest you come to me you go to any prophet you go to any apostle they will pray but you will not have rest until you repent of where you are going wrong point number 3 is 
the blessings of god is not an evidence of his presence but his rest is an evidence of his presence the blessings of god is not a evidence of his presence but god's rest is the evidence of his presence when you read exodus chapter 33 god told moses moses i am fed up with this people of israel my people they are stiff necked people i am not going to go with them i will let you enter the promised land but i will not come with you i will let my angel go with you and he will drive out the canaanites the uh, hizites and the perizzites and all those one, all those people and he, that angel will give you the land he will bless you okay so what what was god doing because the people were stiff necked rebellious not repented repenting he was giving them the blessings but he was not giving them his presence he was giving them the blessings but he was not giving them rest but moses said no lord praise god for leaders like moses who would tell god lord i don't want a big church first i want your presence yes i don't want that money first i want your presence moses said lord i don't we don't want to enter the land of canaan without you god i want you more than i want the land of canaan how many of you from your heart can say lord i want you more than i want that money lord i want you more than i want that property lord i want you more than i want that can you say that hallelujah moses said lord i don't want to enter canaan i don't want that milk and honey i want your presence because moses understood god's ways and he knew that the evidence of god's 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 presence is not the blessing it's not car it's not money it's not anything of the world but the evidence of god's blessing is his the evidence of god's presence is his rest is his rest and moses said we will not go ahead lord you can read that in exodus chapter 33 until you go with with us and god you know what god told him moses okay i heard what you said i know what is in your heart and my presence will go with you and i will give you rest the rest of god is in the presence of god not in the world not in money not in marrying any beautiful woman it's in <coughs> the presence of god the rest of god is in the presence of god hallelujah okay are we understanding so next time always recognize don't be in the flesh don't think that the, the that god is with a person because the person is becoming prosperous no locate whether the rest of god is there in that person's life speak to him and see whether the joy and the rest of god is illuminating from from his life that means he is walking with god yes unfortunately many christians would evaluate people maybe maybe your church mem- members your brothers and sisters are evaluating you oh you don't have a big ministry oh you don't have a lot of money maybe god is not happy with you it's not like that they are evaluating you and judging you in the flesh always see whether there is god's rest in your life hallelujah today you are resting in god 
tomorrow if 10 million dollars comes to you your rest will go away that's why god does not gives you that amount of money today he will prepare you and mature you in his rest so that when he gives you that amount you will not lose your rest hallelujah amen are you guys listening okay <clears throat> what is resting in his presence what is resting in his presence resting in him is abiding in him and doing nothing but let him do it through you resting in him is abiding in him and doing nothing by yourself but letting him do through you that is resting in him okay let me let me first take you uh, to hebrews <clears throat> chapter 4 we read till verse 3 right let us read from verse 4 first it all speaks about rest okay for he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way and god rested on the seventh day from all his works everyone say god rested from all his works okay yes and again in this place they shall not enter my rest since therefore it remains that some must enter it and those to whom it was first preached did did not enter because of disobedience i have explained all those things uh, earlier so i will not go into that verse 7 again he designates a certain day saying in david today after such a long time as it has been said today if you will hear his voice do not harden your hearts you see again the third time this line has been used today if you if he speaks to you do not let the hardness of your heart resist his word okay for if joshua had given them rest then he would not afterward have spoken of any uh, another day so so people of israel be, uh, believe that joshua gave them rest when they settled in the land of canaan but this the bible is saying that was not the real rest there remains verse 9 therefore a rest for the people of god for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as god did from his listen to me carefully the seventh day god rested from his works and the seventh day is considered as a sabbath day now the sabbath day is given to people to the people of israel for the revelation of rest but they made the sabbath day as a tradition i see wow, many yeah. listen many christians follow sabbath day they say oh we will not travel we will not transact money on a sabbath day that is not true yeah. that is not true you don't have to follow the sabbath day sabbath day is a revelation of god's rest given to the people of israel what is the revelation of sabbath the revelation of sabbath is cease from the works of your flesh and completely depend on god rest wow. that is sabbath yes that is sabbath abiding in him as the as the as the branches abide in the vine the branch do, does not produces fru, fruit by itself but it is the vine that supplies the original matter to the branch to produce the fruit the branch does not does anything that is sabbath that is sabbath 
are we understanding guys <coughs> so so uh, sabbath is not a tradition sabbath is a revelation of god's rest as god ceased from his works on the seventh day so do do we should cease from the works of our flesh and enter his rest hallelujah what is rest i told you abiding in him john chapter 15 let's go there now since i have prepared a base for abiding let's go to john chapter 15 Okay we will read from let's read from verse 1 I am the true wine and my father is the wine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit that means the one who rests in god god will invest on that branch it he will prune that branch so that your production will increase hallelujah verse 3 You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse four: Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. That is rest. That is resting in God. Hallelujah. You cannot bear fruit unless you abide in the presence of Jesus Christ. unless you abide and stay and rest you know what is resting resting is just putting your head on god's bosom and resting putting putting your head on his bosom like like god's bosom becomes a pillow for you a very comfortable pillow and you just rest hallelujah i am not talking about becoming lazy don't get me wrong physically resting but letting your heart your mind your everything rest in him O oh Lord you have said it you will do it the lord hastens to perform his own words rest in his promises today rest in his word rest in his prophecies rest in his presence abide in the vine abide just abide the speciality of this branch is the branch will do nothing have you seen the branch going to the gym have you seen the branch going on the pulpit or have you seen the branch trying to gather people in the church no the branch is just connected to the vine and it automatically starts to bear fruits the secret to a successful successful ministry is not point number 1 2 3 do this no it's just resting and abiding in him that is the secret to a successful ministry rest in him stay connected to him people come and go no one is coming in your church one or two people brother sister just rest in him be joyful in him stay connected to him and the time will come where your productions will be evident hallelujah can someone say hallelujah hallelujah amen yeah <laughs> okay let's go ahead i am the wine verse 5 Oh my favorite verse I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing without him I can do nothing without Jesus we can't do anything that is rest and when you enter that rest when you completely align to his word and accept his words 
that is the way to enter his rest but the people of israel never did enter his rest because they constantly uh, showed their unbelief that turned into rebellion that turned into the deceitful of, deceitfulness of sin and the hardness of heart hallelujah many of the christians don't know about resting in god many of the pastors don't know about this revelation they have not received this revelation of resting in god i know i have served pastors and i i had seen them their their life when they would minister on the pulpit very happily and show people that they are joyful and anointed and powerful but i i have seen those servants of god off the pulpit because i have traveled with them their life was miserable i tell you without rest and in those days of my beginnings i thought ministry is like that i myself thought ministry is burdensome until i entered god's rest and i realized that jesus told me come to me you who are heavy laden and burdened and jesus tells me i will give you rest ministry is resting in him and i rested in him i am not shaken by any of anything what people tell to me i just rest in what he speaks to me what he has given me hallelujah do you know about hudson taylor how many of you know about hudson taylor do does anyone knows about my sister is raising up her hand here in my room she knows yeah, yeah you know mary hudson taylor hudson taylor was a mission about that school yes he was the father of faith missions known as the father of yeah. faith missions in china he was a evangelist to china he started at a very young age so he he went to china through a organization but god told him to resign from the organization and become independent and when he became independent there was no money there was he was a medical missionary there was no money for his medical supplies his health was going down and down and down his ministry became terrible he used to by some money that he got he used to bring some young evangelist to china so that he they can work with him and those missionaries who used to come to him after some days after some months they would tell oh china is terrible we want to go back to england and he was fed up with the people he was fed up with his co-workers his ministry was full of unrest he did not know what to do and once you know what happened a minister of the gospel from another country wrote a letter to him and he received the letter and that minister of the gospel told wrote in the letter hudson i was praying for you and i believe you are going through something but god asked me to give you this word john chapter 15 verse 5 i am the vine <laughs> you are the branch abide in me and when he 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 read that word many times hudson taylor because he read the bible but when he received that letter from that man and when that word he read on that day that word striked him hard in his heart and it changed his life from there on he understood the revelation of abiding he understood the revelation of resting in god hallelujah what a wonderful god we have and it is his plan for you to enter his rest to enter his rest from there on hudson taylor he would he he had sleepless nights but he would sleep early in the night he would just rest and give his ministry to god hallelujah 
he went through a lot of trials he saw the death of his two daughters he saw the death of his of his wife in china but he continued in god he rested in god yes this missionaries william Car they, he the daughter small daughter one of the daughter was very small she died another daughter died then the wife died but he rested and continued in god hallelujah william carey from england you know history records that the first footprints of the revival started from england started from england men from england started to travel in the world and bring revival throughout the world but then after a point of time that revival shifted to america to the us and there were men and women of god that the lord raised up to america hallelujah and america started to lose on it but the lord has told me he will restore that revival back to america again he will restore that revival back to england again hallelujah amen and how he will train people to rest in him he will train people to rest in him okay matthew chapter 11 verse 28 <coughs> we will go to some verses and we will pray after that <coughs> matthew chapter 11 verse 28 Come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls again rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Everyone say that the yoke of Jesus is easy. Yes. And the burden of Jesus is light. Jesus is giving a invitation called He will not come to you he will ask you to come to him that is how it happens he is asking you to come to him and the yoke is easy and the burden is light in other words your burdens that you are car carrying your agenda the way you want to do ministry the way you want things in your ministry in your life in your in your job in your family put off those burdens and receive my burdens receive my plans then you will receive rest it's a exchange it's it's a taking out of the burdens that we have our plans our agenda throw it off our prayer request throw it out and receive the burden of jesus and you will find rest that is the revelation okay hallelujah psalm 127 verse 2 psalm 127 verse number It is vain for you to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows for so he gives his beloved sleep that means sleep is rest there rest what it, what it says it is vain for you brother to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrow oh i want money i want to do overtime i want to do this in my job i want to get promoted it is vain it is vanity but for it is the lord who can give you his beloved the real sleep the real rest it's not in you laboring hard hallelujah for 7 uh, to 8 odd years till the age of 26 i was working in the corporate 
and i was in a company where people used to work for 40 48 hours at one stretch they were in the office they would they would brush their teeth in the toilet and again sit and work 48 hours at a stretch why because the incentives and the money was too heavy for them to ignore <laughs> but you know i set up a record in that office i am telling you god is my witness my shift was 9 hours 1 hour break and 8 hours working i never extended my shifts never i never depended on that incentive because i wanted to have time with god after i went back home i did not wanted to exhaust myself earning those money christians don't focus on earning so much of money and doing overtime anything that robs you of god's time it will destroy you it will not make you prosperous yes hallelujah you are doing overtime because you want to have a lot of money because you think oh this job is from god no brother this job is from god no brother god wants me to do earn money what are you saying no it is ro- that job is from god but it's a blessing of god but the original thing that god god wants you to have is fellowship with him and in pursuing that blessing you are lo- losing the fellowship with god that means you are losing your first love that was the problem of the church of ephesians in the book of revelation chapter 2 jesus said that you are doing ministry you are doing good you are refuting doctrines and all those things but you have lost your first love because you are laboring a lot in ministry hallelujah are we understanding rising up early sitting up late you will eat the bread of sorrow i tell you if you don't know to rest in god hallelujah your hard work will not profit anything anything hallelujah <clears throat> okay psalm 55 verse 6 psalm 55 <coughs> verse 6 so i said oh that i had wings like a dove I would fly away and be at rest. So I said that I this is a psalm of David written by David by the way. So I said that I would had I would had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Fly away and be at rest. David is talking about a revelation of the Holy Spirit. The dove refers to the Holy Spirit who can usher you into God's rest. who can usher you into god's rest how many of you remember what happened to elijah when he went to the mountain of horeb a earthquake came but god's voice was not in the earthquake a wind came god's voice was not in the wind fire came god's voice was not in the fire but then stillness came a stillness came and god's voice was found in that stillness hallelujah that is god's rest Hallelujah but before you enter that rest you will go through earthquakes you will go through fire you would you will go through winds storms floods and when you still persist in staying with god through earthquake through fire through winds through floods the end stage is rest many of the believers withdraw in the earthquake oh everything is shaking let me go away many of the believers withdraw themselves in the fire 
Many of the believers withdraw themselves in the storm, but those who can stay till the end will enter his rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The fire could not burn Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego because they obeyed God at the cost of their lives. And it was not the fire, but they entered in the fire, they entered the rest. And the fourth man who looked like the son of God was standing with them. And the Bible says, and the Bible says that their hair was not singed with fire, nor the smoke of the fire was on their bodies, nor was any marks or wounds by the fire was found upon their body. So will it be to you who enter God's rest. It, it also refers to the hiding place. It also refers to the secret place. The place where we rest in God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, even as we are hearing your word tonight, I pray for your people tonight that they will enter your rest. That they will cease from their works, Lord. And they would enter your rest, Lord. I pray for each of my brothers and sisters here in this meeting. Oh Lord, lead them to your rest. Lead them to your rest. <coughs> we are praying, people of God. Let us pray that if 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 there is the evidence of unrepented sin, I want you, uh, the Holy Spirit, the Lord is asking you to come back to Him. Jesus is saying to you, come to me, cast off that heavy burden of sin, cast off that rebellion, cast off that unbelief. And come to me, I will give you rest. Jesus is inviting you today to himself. He can give you rest. Dear people of God, hallelujah. The Lord's plan for you is for you to enter his rest. Hallelujah. How wonderful our God is. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory, Lord. In the rest. In God's rest is his original word and revelation available. If you are hearing God in your storms, in your situation, you will receive something which is not original. You will receive something which is not original. But you have to enter his rest to receive from him the words that are impressed upon God's heart. Yes, God is waiting on which person I can pour my heart on. There are so many things on God's heart that he cannot share it with anyone. Can you be the person with whom God can share his heart with? Hallelujah. Can you go through the earthquake, go through the storms, go through the winds and the floods and still abide in him? For then you will enter his rest, people of God. And God can share what is in his heart with you. Hallelujah. David, a man after God's own heart. Because David knew the revelation of rest. Oh Lord, hallelujah. Paul said, the apostle Paul said, we are beaten up. We are persecuted. We are ridiculed. We are having sleepless, sleepless night. <coughs> but yet, he continued in God. In spite, apostle Paul said, the present suffering is nothing compared to the glory that is supposed to come. People of God who are going through a lot in your life, I am telling you, what you are going through is nothing compared to the rest that you will enter with God. The glory is so much glorious that when you will see it, there will be tears in your eyes. 
it will be beyond your expectation when god blesses you he will bless you with finances but in that finances he will give his rest along with you that you will enjoy that finances when you get that money you will also rest in god and you will enjoy with god that is how god wants to bless you dear friends hallelujah oh father i want to thank you lord hallelujah that you are revealing and it is not a teaching a sermon that i prepare in theological ways but it is the prophetic voice of god to the believers and to the people who are hearing me now and who will hear me afterwards on the internet that god's plan for you my brother my sister is for you to enter his rest and i sense the sweet holy spirit in our midst who is ready to usher the people of god into his rest yes the holy spirit is here hallelujah 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 thank you jesus we give you the praise we give you the honor <coughs> thank you jesus into your presence i come not by the works that i have done but by your grace alone i come and bow before your throne into your presence into your presence i come not by the works that i have done but by your grace alone i come and bow before your throne singing holy Holy is the lamb Holy is the lamb that was slain Singing holy Holy is the lamb Holy is the lamb that was slain Come on lift up your hands to God singing glory Glory to the lamb Glory to the lamb that was slain Singing glory Glory to the lamb Glory to the lamb that was slain singing jesus jesus is the lamb jesus is the lamb that was slain singing jesus jesus is the lamb jesus is the lamb that was slain Hallelujah. 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 Thank you Jesus. I worship you. I see God is bringing some people into his into his presence as of now. Some people who were headlong going on the way of destruction. 
because i see things that were fallen upside down god is picking it up Amen. yes the lord jesus if you allow him he is a gentle spirit the holy spirit if you allow the holy spirit tonight he can clear your mess up and he will pick he can pick you up he can pick you up and that is happening with some people even as this word is going forth in jesus mighty name hallelujah it is god's plan that he will he will draw all men to himself it is god's plan and that's why i serve him i am not drawing anyone to myself but it is god's plan in this meeting that he will draw all to himself close to himself that i am telling you i prophesy in the jesus name this meeting this ministry will give birth to lovers of jesus christ it will give birth to intimate lovers of jesus christ it will give birth to warriors who will not fight by their own efforts but who will rest in god and fight by the ways of the spirit and the weapons of the spirit a army is rising hallelujah from this very place a army is rising that will invade the nations of the earth that will show forth not only the power of jesus christ but who will show forth also the character of jesus christ the loving nature the peace that the lord jesus brings hallelujah they will be that source of the river hallelujah which will flow and bless the nations in jesus mighty name i decree and declare that your life and that your family become the source from where the power the character the joy the peace and the rest of god flows i pray this coming week that whichever person you talk to or whichever house you step into or whichever territory you step into that your anointing will the anointing upon you will overflow and bring rest in the lives of people it will bring conviction of sin it will bring repentance in the lives of people in jesus mighty name without even you preaching that the power and the presence of god would flow through you in jesus mighty name hallelujah reno santiana manzukota yarana rabano robosha krabata raba i see like a rope which is crushing someone's neck it's falling off from your neck right now it is it is i see a rope like they like they kill a person by tying a rope and suffocating that person's neck and the person cannot breathe i see a spirit who was doing that to you but i see that bondage on your neck is broken it is coming off in jesus mighty name by the power of the holy spirit and the presence of god most high it is breaking in jesus name that suffocation whether physically or spiritually that you were having it's leaving you in jesus name hallelujah we worship you jesus we worship you lord lekrantiana montrebana rabase andra labana rabalaba sondrobo ministers of the gospel the lord is specifically speaking to me right now the holy spirit is showing me and speaking to me he is telling you to leave your ministry on god and rest in him hallelujah because i see many of people here in the realm of the spirit are trying to open an umbrella which is not opening but i see the holy spirit opening it and it is opening it wide open to cover many people and it signifies ministry 
it signifies ministry people who are ministering the holy spirit will open it hallelujah cease from your works that you may enter his rest tonight hallelujah and when you enter his rest miracle signs wonders breakthrough from the very hand of god will follow you in jesus mighty name hallelujah even when we started the meeting when jasmine was worshiping the lord the lord by his power defeated a strong man when jasmine was worshiping i saw the spirit standing in front of me with with multiple heads and this spirit was doing like this like this like this this spirit was doing like this and the lord defeated that spirit in jesus name i am telling you no strong man can stand before you all the days of your life no one can stand before us in jesus mighty name hallelujah may i have learned my dear brothers and sisters even when attacks comes on my face just to rest on god hallelujah and tonight that is that is what he wants to do just rest in his word and he will fight the battle for you hallelujah the battle belongs to the lord and he will fight it for you hallelujah father we give you the praise honor and glory thank you for your rest holy spirit thank you so much lord i pray that your people will take your presence lord from this meeting will catch the fire from this meeting will catch the revival from this meeting and go and spread it all across that territory in their family in their neighborhood in the name of jesus christ hallelujah everyone say i catch the revival i catch the fire of god i enter the rest of god in jesus mighty name you are an revivalist you are a revivalist in jesus name hallelujah go out and don't even preach revival will flow through you not don't even preach presence will flow, flow through you in jesus mighty name hallelujah father revive the nations we pray hallelujah never be discouraged i tell you never be dismayed for the lord your god is with you never believe the situation for the lord your god is with you if you are in lack don't believe in that lack the lord your god is with you it's the devil's plan to discourage you and put you down never be discouraged hallelujah always continue be steadfast and be strong in the work of the lord for your labor in the lord will never go in vain in jesus mighty name father we want to thank you once again we give you all the praise honor and glory in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah let us clap